the dot, right? So instances happen in your life, mm-hmm. and uh, when it happens, you don't realize why it's happening or um, you know the significance of it. Okay. But at a later point, uh, when you reflect upon it, you will understand. You'll probably make sense of the whole event, right? So, so something similar has happened to me. So I, depending on your time, you know, I can kind of take you through uh, the journey which starts not now, but you know, maybe sometime in '97, '98. Uh, you know, certain incidences which has led me to. where i am as of today okay so i mean uh, i i don't know how much time you have but you know i, I can have, uh, i have sufficient time so i would really <laughs> like to understand and, <laughs> you know hear out the whole thing okay please okay. yeah so um so basically you see after my uh, you know basic 12th the, the, the biggest question everybody gets asked at that point is what do you want to do next right so whether you want to go uh, you want to study medicine whether you want to study uh, engineering you want to do bsc bcom whatever right so like anybody uh, in that age and time uh, i too was uh, at this point where i had to decide what to do and i think pretty much like um, uh, you know the large majority i too didn't have an answer then right but um, but you know fact was that okay let you know go and do an engineering uh, degree so uh, one thing led to another and i kind of ended up in one of the best uh, you know uh, universities in bangalore right so not mm-hmm. universities uh, uh, college right okay. so i i ended up in uh, rvc which is i think probably still one of the best uh, engineering colleges in in bangalore probably in india and i was in their telecommunications department so which was uh, which had only about 35 seats right and okay. i ended up uh, securing one of them so but i i kind of knew how important that was but um, you know very frankly i was a very 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 uh, bad academic student right i i was a very bad student i never paid attention to um, you know studies i was my attention was always outside college exploring things and you know uh, i've i've kind of wasted four years of engineering okay so now that guilt uh, although at that point uh, i never really thought through it and that you know um i never really understood uh, the importance of uh, getting into a professional course and you know continuing through it and you know making good use of it i never really appreciated that but much later after my engineering maybe about 2 3 years later i uh, it, it occurred to me that probably i've wasted a precious seat in a very good college if if i hadn't taken it i would have probably given this opportunity to someone else right so and 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 i still mm-hmm. carry that uh, pain with me and i still blame myself for wasting that one seat maybe someone else could have made better justice of it right so this this uh, this was always there in the back of my mind i still have uh, you know this thought you know it keeps haunting me every now and then so yeah i mean that was one instance okay which 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 has profound impact and i was i was always trying to find myself a reason to redeem myself from this uh, you know this, this particular instance so then i got married and um, you know a couple of years passed by 
and uh, the I, and my interest has always been in markets so clearly uh, you know i have made much use of uh, my engineering degree so uh, you know i started trading i started investing i started, you know trying to figure how market works and you know um, okay. trying to find resources online trying to consume as much as possible so content wise uh, obviously there wasn't anything good but so i kind of started making my own notes right so you understand a certain concept sure. you make your own notes and you know try and understand, try and apply that to markets so my interest was so much in markets that i decided to find myself a career related to stock markets right so when i was trying to find uh, you know opportunities that's when i uh, i met nitin nitin is uh, the founder of zerosa mm-hmm. and and he was also in his early days right so well, you know we kind of started trading together and uh, you know started understanding markets commodities and you know etc etc so all the different instruments you know futures options and all that stuff so uh, at then you know uh, priorities were a little different so i wanted to uh, get into i also wanted to get into money management but mm-hmm. uh, that's not an easy business to uh, you know uh, run first of all you need to uh, gain trust in the market you need to have a track record you need to uh, service clients it's not it's not easy for someone to just start a money management business overnight but i didn't realize that at that point but um, you know i kind of started a money management business and i was trying to find clients for myself life was not really easy right and um, at that point uh, revenue was a big 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 problem for me so my wife said uh, you know so much about you know you know a few things about markets i'm sure there are other people who want to learn about markets mm-hmm. why don't you go and teach mm-hmm. right so and it will get you some money uh, you know till your business stabilizes and you know uh, money at this point is uh, appreciated so i i just didn't want to get into you know teaching and explaining people how you know instruments work how you know futures work and options work but i decided why not i really need the money so so i started conducting classes and uh, and it appeared so that you know whatever i was trying to explain to people it was uh, kind of clicking well so i uh, at a later point you know people started telling me that it, uh, i have the snack of simplifying things and you know call you know complex uh, financial instruments into smaller modules and you know trying to explain in a way a layman mm. could understand right so i still don't believe that but uh, many many people have said this to me and and that that little uh, journey gave me this experience of teaching right so i interacted with people and i kind of uh, figured what uh, you know what are the common areas where people uh, uh, you know find difficulty in understanding the markets and which needs more uh, dumbing down and stuff like that so so that little incident gave me this experience of uh, you know uh, expressing uh, complex things in you know simpler terms mm-hmm. right so that that was my little journey on uh, on teaching in a classroom format right mm-hmm. so 
and then again you know a, year, a couple of years passed by i started working for a you know a research based firm where i was doing equity research and all that stuff uh, meanwhile nathan had started uh, zerosa and it was you know going pretty well so and and my heart was always in zerosa because i had seen it from day one probably you know pre zerosa days so i got back to uh, nathan yeah. asking you know if i could uh, if i could come back to uh, the firm and you know uh, start work again so and right. and education has always been a very integral part for nitin as well and uh, he said why don't uh, you know why don't we try and do this why don't we try and educate um, you know uh, our audience not just our audience but anybody interested in markets on how markets work how for you know trading works how investment works hmm. and um, the only way to do this was we had to option either do videos or uh, try and put up uh, you know written content we didn't have the bandwidth to do videos at that point right so i told nitin you know mm. maybe i'll sit and write articles and we'll structure it in a way that uh, you know people will uh, try and understand <clears throat> so that's how you know varsity was actually born and uh, and I, every day i would just sit and think about markets from a layman's perspective not from a person who's traded for several years or invested for several years but from a person who is starting off fresh sure. right and i also thought you know the the most the most bit was this was my way of redeeming myself of uh, that guilt that i had carried so if i could just you know uh, stand on a platform and uh, get the opportunity to spread some awareness on any topic right uh, help people in understanding uh, you know maybe finance better then maybe i am kind of redeeming myself of the seat that i wasted in engineering so that was also this driving force internally for me Mm. right mm. so yeah so every day i would sit and think about markets from a layman's perspective and and if you go i don't know if you have if you kind of read varsity but uh, on every article i assume that the person knows nothing right mm. so and i did that for four years and you know out of four years we've we've kind of covered uh, you know the entire gamut of uh, topics related to markets right and and one of those uh, days you know when i was talking to my daughter she asked me about uh, what is it that i do where do i work and she obviously knows nitin and a couple of uh, other you know uh, colleagues of mine what is it that you guys do every day where do you work and all that stuff she she was grilling me and i thought maybe if you know if i'm doing this for adults that then why not you know write something where children can understand basics of finance right mm. so because you know you go to a school you get to learn physics maths and you know geography and what not because there is so much importance paid to these subjects right so but finance is also a life skill so unfortunately uh, you know there's not much emphasis on it so i thought maybe i should uh, take this as a an opportunity and write something that will address this particular uh, problem you know of not teaching finance at a young age mm-hmm. right so that uh, kind of motivated me and you know everybody at the firm said uh, uh, why not to give it a shot 
So, yeah, Rupee Tales took me about a year, but I think uh, the end product was pretty satisfactory. So, yeah, I mean, you know, in a nutshell, you know, this, 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 what has, this is the story behind the story, if you were to ask me. Mm, very interesting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I am very, very, very inspired, and I, I guess you've got your redemption. It took four years for you to build up varsity. <laughs> so, so I think you know, answered. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that plus, was, plus, uh, I think plus yeah. one year for uh, rupee tape. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's it's, it's a back year. Also, which is typical engineering student. Yeah, no, I, I still. I mean, I don't know if I've told the story to many, but uh, but yeah, this is this is honestly one of the driving force for me to you know just sit and do do this. The, the fact that you know maybe I'm you know helping someone uh, with some you know quality information is a huge driving force. Yeah, right. And yeah, I think uh, I'm not taking it for granted even today. So I still feel there's a lot of work left. I think, uh, you know, the best, uh, if I were to sum up, uh, I mean, out of uh, not not exactly the exact context, but if I were to sum up, it's like, you know, you've... Uh, you you got all your energy uh, from guilt and uh, you know exactly yeah putting yeah, back is, in life I mean from yeah. such a negative uh, energy you created such a positive energy yeah, I, I mean, think yeah. that's that's really amazing no and guilt is a very strong driving force absolutely I, I can yeah. you know feel that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah I think it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's how you take it right I mean a lot correct, of people yeah. fall trapped with the negative emotions also correct but correct, it's, it's correct, a person's yeah. perspective that changes uh, that negative and positive right True, so it's true. an optimistic, yeah. it's an optimistic yeah, approach. Absolutely. I think in your in your day to day life also, are you that optimistic? I mean, yeah, I kind of uh, try and lead a very positive life. Uh, I don't, I I tend to brush off negative things. So you know, don't I don't pay too much you know attention to it because because I've I mean, see whatever little life that I've experienced, uh, I've had my own. Downs, 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 and a little up. So the thing is, if you give too much attention to it, uh, you'll never recognize the up part of your life. Mm-hmm. So even if, even when it's happening to you, right? Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I think uh, yeah, I try and lead a positive life. Mm, very interesting. So I think uh, you know, just out of that, out of curiosity, everybody uh, sort of touches that you know uh, uh, minus one point of a curve, you know. Uh, if you if you understand a sinusoidal curve, you know there's a minus one uh, range that comes to it. You know that's below zero, and it's Correct. a rock bottom that everyone hates. So I mean, yeah. have you had that rock bottom? Oh yeah, getting oh, yeah. in a oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, I'll tell you uh, when my elder daughter was born. Uh, uh, I think this yeah, this was in 2009. Uh, my biggest fear was uh, how do I uh, pay for the bills because I had about seven and a half thousand in the bank account. Mm-hmm. So that I mean I don't think so. Life, so I mean I think that was one of the happiest and the most you know uh, point where I kind of uh, reflected uh, very very deep uh, you know to myself. So I mean yeah, so not just I mean yeah that was one really bad down point I would say you know then there were a couple of such instances in UK when me and my wife were in UK for a while this was exactly around the recession time 
and i kind of uh, lost uh, my job and the and i had to let go of the house and you know the landlord said you have you have 30 minutes to vacate so we literally grabbed everything uh, you know whatever our little belongings were uh, so you know we had a relative there but they were at work so literally froze outside their apartment for a couple of hours right uh-huh. with with stuff lying around i think all these points I'm sure uh, you know everybody would have faced these things at, at some varying degree mm-hmm. but yeah this, these these instances i don't think so i can ever forget and i also i'm always aware that you know couple of wrong moves you can be back there again mm-hmm. right so that kind of keeps you grounded it kind of uh, you know motivates you to do better and better mm-hmm. right So, yeah, I mean, these, these couple of instances were, uh, you know, the low point, if I have to say. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Hi, Sharan. So, <clears throat> what, what did, uh, how did he bounce back then? Uh, I mean, uh, see, I think being positive helps you. right being positive and being around positive people kind of helps you a lot and uh, i think uh, you know you start celebrating small little uh, you know victories small little um, you know achievements and it kind of cascades so yeah i mean it, it's very hard for me to uh, in point to that exact you know one or two things that helped me bounce back but uh, a chain of events right uh, mm-hmm. you, you you first of all uh, the business kind of stabilized around 2010 so there was a ready deflow of cash and uh, you know uh, trading income was fairly decent and then you know um, uh, eventually i got back to zerodha and then things started looking better Yeah, seen of instance, you know, events uh, helped me bounce back. So where were you working then? Sorry, no. Uh, before that, I was, uh, I was, I had my own farm. No, in UK. Uh, Sorry, UK. Uh, UK. I was working for a CFD company. So, so we were into in the business of trading contract for difference. Uh, it's like your futures in India, but it gets settled a little differently. Financial farm, trading farm. Okay. Okay, got it. Got it. Yeah. Right. And and you've been working since which year? I've been working uh, since I think 2004 or 5 now. Yeah, I think 2000. Yeah, 2004. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. So which you know, I think uh, that's that's pretty neat, yeah. So. <laughs> I think we've yeah. covered a whole lot of points <laughs> in sure, this, sure. and I should be able to. So what? I mean, the coming. I mean, maybe I'm just jumping off to the third point. What okay. is the kind of you know uh, response that you've received for Varsity? Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I you you may probably think that I'm exaggerating, but uh, I think in a day, I get at least twenty uh, five. to you know 30 thank you messages across all uh, platforms that i'm available on so and and i mean if that is any measure of the response right so uh, yeah okay. that is in terms of that uh, but if i were to give you actual numbers uh, i we get close to about uh, 
I think close to about uh, 40,000 views, uh, 40,000 unique page views every day. Every day? Uh, every day, yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, every day, uh, you know, uh, anywhere between, on a dull day, it's about 35,000, 35,000, 33,000 uh, page views. On a, on a good day, it's about 40,000, 41,000 page views. And it's been on a steady increase, right? Okay. On a day-to-day basis. And mm-hmm. we have visitors from close to about 161 countries. Okay. Okay. Not just India. Uh, then there are there are close to about 43,000 queries that have come into our city. I've answered each one of them. Each one of them. Yeah, each one. No query goes unanswered there. Forty-three thousand queries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so each, yeah, all the queries have been answered. So, and yeah, so I, I mean, that still takes away a couple, you know, one or two hours uh, of my time. But, mm-hmm. it's, but I think it's well worth that time spent. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are some numbers. So, I mean, when you started, just to understand the process, when you started Varsity, was there any uh, distribution line or distribution process associated to it, or was it just the number of downloads, just your app? And, and, no, there is, uh, there, is, there is no distribution, uh, channelized distribution effort. It's all organic. Okay. So organic and uh, word of mouth as such, mm. uh, right? And people sharing on WhatsApp or social media or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That helped. We've never really um, gone ahead and advertised. Uh, uh, forget varsity, not even zero uh, per se. Mm. Right. Right. organic. Even zero is saying no advertising. We've this. not spent a dollar on advertising till today. Wow. That's yeah. Right. So yeah. all organic, you think, right? Everything is organic. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Even I understand. Uh, if I, uh, I think I read somewhere about uh, Nitin that mm-hmm. uh, he also has had a similar, you know, struggling journey, and then he, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He yeah, off yeah. like this. Yeah. And, Right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think he's had, uh, you know, he's had his days too. So I think that's what keeps everybody at the Roda grounded, mm. right? Because uh, what what the world sees is uh, a success story here, but behind the success story, there has been a lot of grief and uh, mm. you know a lot of down days, right? Yes, so yes. yeah, so that those fifteen years is what uh, gets missed. Mm. Absolutely, mm. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, that's very neat. Yeah. So you're saying that no process, just organic growth for varsity. Correct. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. so I mean, anything, any updates or any number of downloads or purchases for rupee sales, if at all? Yeah, rupee sales. <coughs> uh, see, we we did that. Uh, we never did that with a monetary uh, hmm. perspective. Hmm. So the idea was to just you know put out some content which is available for children. Hmm. And uh, unfortunately, we were forced to charge to recover our printing and courier charges. Hmm. So if that was not the policies, I would have done that free as well. Hmm. So yeah, I think we've, we've sold about twenty or twenty-two thousand books uh, of rupee tales. Uh, when I say books, I'm talking about a set. A set has five books. Right. So, so you sold twenty-two thousand books. Books, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I think that's yeah. also a pretty neat number. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, this, yeah. Is all, this is all uh, to be purchased from uh, your own website, right? 
our own website yeah not through amazon or anything nothing it's not available on amazon we had okay. a, a tie up with crosswords okay but uh, yeah but, but the large majority of the sales is through our own website through your own website that's yeah. again pretty neat so any particular reason just a marketing angle exactly why not on the other platform <laughs> see the as i said the intention was never to aggressively sell okay. this and make money out of it okay, okay. so there is there's simply no bandwidth to tie up with amazon or flipkart oh. or you know and keep track of sales and all that stuff okay, okay. So, so that would be a different wing altogether that's why this correct correct yeah, and correct yeah, and, and, and i think bandwidth finding bandwidth is a huge problem in that jaroda right mm. so because everybody's uh, plate is so full with uh, things to do okay how so, big is your team sorry how big is your team if i may ask for varsity yeah no for overall jaroda uh okay overall jaroda is we are about 1000 odd people today okay. and, and varsity varsity has a different team varsity is just me okay <laughs> Yeah, I work with an illustrator who does all the illustration. Okay. okay. But uh, content-wise, it is just me. Nitin has written a module uh, on taxation. Okay. okay. Uh, out of the 10 modules available, uh, one module is from him. Okay. And lovely, you said that uh, all, these, uh, all of this team is in Bangalore only. Yeah, this is largely in Bangalore, yeah. Hmm. That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. Yeah. so amazing and i think you know i am through and through with the, all of what i wanted to ask and i think i i would uh, really commend your knack of uh, converting everything in, into a short context <laughs> but staying uh, in much depth i would say so anything else that comes to your mind i would really be keen to listen to any other thing which i might have missed to ask Yeah, I I really don't think so. It's just that I've said too much for you know a second <laughs> conversation. So I've I've not really spoken about this to anyone. So, okay. But okay. I don't know. I just felt like you know letting you know. Wow, I mean that's that's pretty yeah. neat. I mean, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, really yeah. inspired, and I think I'm I'm very excited <laughs> to pen this down. Actually, I've been I I've uh, been through a very crazy month. You know, last uh, month a lot of uh, stuff happening at the office, and uh, I don't know if I mentioned I also have uh, twins, uh, two-year-old twins. Oh. boy and girl so so nice. you can imagine the bandwidth yeah, that goes in fact in fact you know i mean a lot of these things i mean you mentioned that your daughter pointed out and then then that inspired you even i feel uh, you know kids kids uh, i mean positive energy kids having around kids is such a positive uh, you know boost uh, to the energy and there's so many small things that you learn you know which which apparently you forget or maybe didn't don't get time to reflect on in a day to day life but kids they, i mean True. they just teach you lessons like anything correct 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 absolutely no denying that at all hmm. so who who, yeah. who would be your role model if i were to ask uh role model uh, see the thing is uh see i look up to my colleagues every day right i, I see the way uh, our cto works i see the way nathan works i think uh, for me uh, these are these guys are more tangible as role models i mean yeah i mean if you ask an investor he would say warren buffett but but seeing someone working with someone and you know keeping them as role model kind of is more practical if you ask me so i mean for whatever uh, you know zeroda has achieved i still see these guys working so hard and uh, you know and and going all out that mm. is inspiring that is extremely inspiring and that kind of motivates you to do more 
so naturally they kind of become your role model very nice yeah i think it's a uh, modest and a very true response i would say no no i mean this is, this is real so i mean <laughs> i look up to them right and uh, if i would ask quickly uh, what are the three key learnings from your life that you would like to share with everyone Oh, I think no matter what, you need to stay positive. I think that's come out <laughs> fairly evident. Right. So right. you need to stay grounded, uh, irrespective of uh, you know uh, where you are and uh, how others perceive you. Uh, you need to stay grounded. Mm-hmm. So that is second. And I think uh, I think yeah, I think three. I don't know, but these two for sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's nice. That's nice. That's pretty neat. I think yeah. I've, I've gotten the whole of it, and uh, maybe once sure. I, you know, compile all of this, if anything else crosses my mind, I might ping you again, sure, and sure, then please. maybe to fine tune all of this, and then sure. maybe you know, you could uh, just go away and uh, go ahead and uh, right, share it. ಇನ್ಸಿಡೆಂಟ್ಸ್ So it is whatever has happened is nothing new or you know something uh, but but yeah i mean uh, point is how do you look up to those instances and uh, derive some sort of positivity out of the whole thing absolutely i think you know that i think that's the first thing that you pointed you know being positive it is what uh, drives you actually yeah. yeah 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 so nice thank you so much for your time sure. i'll get thanks, back thanks so much sure okay. yeah thank thanks right Okay. I had uh, I had uh, just saved all of these questions uh, on the blog uh, only. Okay. Refresh and all the questions gone. Ah, but I just I just need to understand the brain. I need my memory to rush through then whatever I have to write down. So can we begin? You have uh, you have fifteen twenty minutes, na? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Tell me, Amma. Super. So you know, uh, I think the first interaction uh, went well, and uh, I, I summed up all of those points, okay. and listened uh, to it uh, back and forth. But I felt that uh, there were certain things that I had in mind uh, overall that I missed. So maybe I'll take that up this time. Sure, sure. So uh, starting from uh, you know, uh, so for example, what what uh, was my personal uh, motivation? <laughs> There is something okay. in regards to you know finance, personal finance, and and you know possibly I mean so this uh, this would be more towards so I think in the first part we whereas we covered the personal journey and the personal uh, you know the inside out approach maybe right. this this is the one in which we go outside in and uh, you know figure out uh, the other puzzle uh, pieces. Okay. So just wanted to understand uh, more technically about the profession that you are in more okay. uh, more uh, you know. so just maybe obviously we can't dwell into the details but just just uh, broadly outlining uh, uh, the the details around uh, your profession your take on uh, you know finance personal finance and how uh, people should really look at it and uh, obviously through the books we understand that there is a seriousness of explaining or conveying the whole subject to the kids as well but if we were to just lay out to you know uh, 
some other folks. Uh, I mean, the 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 ones in between, uh, you know, not not so young and not so old, maybe you know, the college goers. Right, right, right. So maybe we can start from uh, your professional journey and laying out some importance on uh, you know what you figured out as the importance of finance and personal finance. Right, right. Uh, okay, so uh, the first part you want me to talk to you about what I do professionally. Uh, yeah, okay. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So yeah, so you know, as as I mentioned, uh, you know, in my previous conversation, I was with Zeroda even before it was called Zeroda, hmm. and uh, but officially, you know, more formally, I joined Zeroda about uh, four and a half years ago. Right. I, I the initial few days, few months, maybe about a year, year and a half, I concentrated only on developing uh, the education uh, portal varsity. Right. Mm-hmm. So all my time efforts was uh, going towards uh, you know building this product, building this uh, platform, and you know trying to achieve whatever was the uh, end objective for varsity. Right. But over time, you know, as the company grew, I my hands are in quite a few uh, places. Sure. So one of the, you know, <laughs> more recently, you know, I mean, see, we, we are still a growing organization and we are still, sure. you know, evolving. And it's, it's very hard to put a designation, very hard to put a job profile and say you will do only this. Mm-hmm. So that happens in a well-developed bank like, let's say, a Kotak or a HDFC, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, which is a more evolved form. But but we are still growing. We are still experimenting. We are still uh, trying out new, you know, products and stuff. Mm-hmm. So given that uh, I've made a couple of product developments, uh, for example, the new system uh, platform. Mm-hmm. Then we also have a incubator called Rain Matter. So I kind of, you know, uh, talk to startups, talk to, um, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, try and see what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, kind of see if we have a play there. So, and more recently, we are developing an NDFC platform, uh, which is on the credit side. Mm-hmm. So, <coughs> intend to give out loan against the shares that you hold. Okay. Right. So that's a completely different ball game. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, uh, none of us at Jaroda come from, you know, typical lending background. Mm-hmm. I was trying to learn and trying to develop and uh, put it out there. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm, I'm pretty active in there as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, another product that we are working on is uh, is an app that uh, for education related. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm very actively involved in that project as well. Mm-hmm. Sorry, app so, app I miss you there. App right? It's on. Uh, it's it's an extension of Varsity. Right. Oh. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm 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 playing a role there as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very uh, you know. Um, uh, it, if it's not structured like you would find it in an Infosys or uh, those evolved form. So, you know, we still work as a team and uh, and kind of uh, responsibilities are spread across these things. So, you know, I, I don't know, recently you saw IDFC and Zeroda have uh, come up with a you know, tie-up. So I was 
kind of involved in the whole conversation uh, between the bank and uh, the firm here mm-hmm. so, so you know uh, as you can see and you know imagine it's, it's a diverse set of activities that right. I do. Right, right. right so so it's really hard to put a uh, you know a structure to the work environment and so on So that's what I do, and uh, personally, I'm most excited about uh, the NBS piece that they're doing. Okay. <laughs> Because they're something new and uh, has a lot of potential, and uh, India, I think, the audience still have a lot of upside for credit. Mm. So that's that's going to be a business uh, um, worth building, right? So I'm I'm very excited about that. So oh, that's what I do professionally. Uh, sorry, I missed your second part of the question. So we are on the the personal finance bit. You know, what's your take on it? And uh, uh, sorry, on the personal finance. Finance, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, see, uh, I can again talk about uh, my experience and what I can infer from this. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest regrets, uh, you know, personally, on a financial. Um, uh planning or financial uh, you know of uh, financial planning per se is that i didn't start very early mm-hmm. right so i don't know if you've heard about the story about three sisters so where the father gives a certain amount of money uh, right. to each you know equal amounts of money to each of the sisters right. uh, each of his daughter and uh, he kind of forces them to save so different uh, child saves at a different uh, you know um period of their life mm-hmm. and and they are and the end result is very different i'll probably share that story with you okay but uh, uh, yeah but but the end go but the end summary is this uh, the sooner you start the more mm-hmm. time you give for your money to work for you okay and better is the compounding effect of money right right yeah, right so starting to save from let's say 35 years onwards mm-hmm. versus starting to save from 25 is a huge difference all right i was in fact but this was one of the other points you know so, so uh, we we usually hear about the compounding effect uh, and Correct, income, yeah. you know but uh, yeah. maybe you i mean story well and uh, good uh, but but any of your personal takes personal examples or some other things uh, which you can uh, share on this compounding effect yeah uh, uh, see uh, I, okay so first and foremost thing is uh, you need to start early i regret not starting early mm-hmm. i started uh, you know relatively late mm-hmm. and uh, but the thing is um, although i started late uh, i kind of stuck to my uh, let's say so there are two parts uh, to this one is building your core uh, equity portfolio which can be made of stocks and let's mm-hmm. say uh, mutual funds mm-hmm. so uh, but for the larger majority uh, you know mutual funds is a very relatable uh, product mm-hmm. right so one thing i did when was uh, i started uh, although i started late i stuck to my uh, you know sips uh, small little sips that i started mm-hmm. long ago right long, really long ago uh, for example uh, the sundram mutual fund mid uh, cap mm-hmm. mutual fund okay that was one of the sips i started long ago mm-hmm. not much just 5000 rupees per month but i've done that close to about 12 odd years now 
I still yeah. continue that as I see, and uh, and I think the CAGR on that is close to about 22%, 23%, right? Uh, on a the uh, on a CAGR basis, so so you can imagine the uh, kind of. Uh, you know, wealth it has generated. Although you know, I, I obviously uh, you know when I started, I didn't have much corpus to spare. Mm-hmm. But uh, but still, you know, five thousand that simple amount of five thousand rupees mm-hmm. for twelve odd years uh, has grown fantastically well. Mm-hmm. So only regret is you know uh, I should have probably done that way earlier and should have probably increased uh, mm-hmm. uh, the amount uh, to you know whatever best I could. Mm-hmm. But uh, but this. Situation was different back then. Again, that was all that I could uh, afford then. Hmm. But but this one thing has had a profound impact on uh, my savings. Right? So that was a validation of hmm. the long-term investing people talk about. Hmm. Right? It was a validation of how compounding kicks in. Hmm. So so you know the biggest takeaway for me was to. Make a plan and stick to it. So over time, my SRPs have uh, increased. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's no longer five thousand, but it has increased to a fairly okay amount. Mm-hmm. And uh, irrespective of what happens uh, in the market, like volatility or mm-hmm. uh, volatility is the very nature of market. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that. And mm-hmm. you know, I keep sticking. Uh, I keep ensuring that uh, you know uh, that SIP still continues. I don't break it. Mm-hmm. And and I've seen and I see that you know there is a you know benefit out of the whole thing, your whole experience, mm-hmm. right? So another you know a very important uh, part is most people end up thinking that you know whatever income you get, mm-hmm. <coughs> so you first adhere to you know you first you know. Um, Service all your expenses, mm-hmm. and then whatever is left, you save. So income minus expense is equal to saving is what most of the people uh, think. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, if you work with that kind of equation, that kind of mindset, mm-hmm. you'll never be able to um, you know uh, work towards wealth creation. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to alter that equation. So income minus your saving should be spent. Hmm. It's not. It's not income minus expense. It's actually income minus saving is equal to expense. Hmm. So I was fortunate enough to understand this at a you know fairly uh, you know at least about eight nine years ago. So I kind of hmm. stuck to that principle. I, I I try and lead a very you know um, conservative frugal kind of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's all about delaying your consumption, you know. Mm-hmm. So instead of consuming today, I'm trying to consume at a later point. Mm-hmm. So then it really works. It really, really works. All right. Okay. Right. So yeah. <laughs> also, that, that also I read somewhere, you know, that uh, there's there's a way to make uh, 1.5 cr, you know, easy way to make 1.5 cr. Somewhere oh. in your article. One for oh yeah, I think that's uh, you must be referring to that article. Entrepreneur uh, India. Sorry. On uh, Entrepreneur India. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So Entrepreneur Magazine. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah, I think the whole argument was you know, and if you can save, uh, I think seventy-five rupees. I forget the numbers, uh-huh. but you know that uh, that kind of, that money you would otherwise spend at a Starbucks. 
uh-huh. for a cup of coffee if you can just save that uh, and you know uh-huh. save that small little uh, money every day and you know uh-huh. you do an sip uh-huh. so achieving uh, 1.5 year is not a big deal so that yeah. that was the yeah so i think that was the context okay that's the line yeah it again falls back on the principle of okay. uh, you know uh um, principle of systematic investment and stuff like that that's right right yeah yeah that's interesting <laughs> yeah so apart yeah. from this you know uh uh just one yeah one second so apart from this uh, you know yeah, apart mm-hmm. from the personal finance bit uh, what are the uh, you know other uh, uh, and obviously varsity for example varsity is a great source for uh, knowledge uh, for the right. you know, okay. stock side yeah. so what are yeah. uh, some other references that uh, you have referred to in your past uh, you know? some other uh, platforms see, mostly the, the references come from uh, from you know the, the t- excuse me the classic uh, books on markets or uh, finance uh-huh. and uh, you know these books have had a certain impact uh, on my own learning and i okay. kind of uh, mentioned it uh, you know wherever uh, applicable for example if you're talking about fundamental investing uh-huh. i think one up on wall street from peter lynch has uh, is fantastic so anyway book one up on wall street one by peter lynch uh-huh. yeah and so that's a fantastic book right okay so and it's very relatable you need not have to be a financial analyst to make okay. calls like how peter lynch uh, you know made for fidelity okay so, and that that was uh, what he tries to explain in the book hmm. and anybody can just pick up that book and uh, and you know end of it you'll realize that stock picking is not actually uh a lot of financial jugglery but it's more of common sense right. so you right so that was uh, a book that had a you know significant impact then i think options trading mm-hmm. uh, options pricing and volatility was a book by uh, sheldon mackenberg okay so that that was uh, again you know uh, something that influenced me quite a bit mm-hmm. so that drew me to the whole options world and uh, you know various uh, strategies and experiments i did i think i owe it all to that uh, one book right okay so that was another book when um i think uh, uh, uh when the genius failed by uh, louis lowenstein uh-huh. uh, is another great uh, you know book on risk management uh-huh. so it, it it talks about this firm called uh, long term capital management ltcm okay. and how the best minds in the industry is got together to form this company called ltcm Okay. and uh, how miserably they failed okay. simply because uh, they addressed all aspects of trading except for risk management okay right so i think that's a very very fascinating and uh, interesting uh, book on risk management i think everybody should uh, read that okay right so that that one had a impact 
when obviously uh, Steve Neeson's book on candlestick patterns uh-huh. uh, that got me started with uh, you know trading and all that stuff. So that that's also a very important book. So yeah, I mean uh, wherever I you know I thought uh, it's necessary to drop these references, I've done that uh, in varsity. So, but yeah, on top of my mind, these are some of the books that. Uh, uh-huh. That really had a you know uh, impact. Hmm. Yeah. So this this last uh, book that you wrote, uh, Steve uh, Steve Steve Neeson's Neeson uh, N I S O N N I okay <laughs> on canistic uh, patterns. Okay, canistic patterns. Okay. Yeah. Correct. So I think uh, you know those those are interesting things. In fact, uh, I was myself uh, trying to read the Intelligent Investor, and one of the first things that I read there was uh, the uh, example of Newton failing on the stock market. <laughs> so Correct. I, you Correct. know, that was that was a very good example to understand how you know Correct. even I think uh, Graham's book on Intelligent Investor, the book Intelligent Investor, is a great book. Uh-huh. But uh, personally, I thought. You know, if you can read Peter Lynch's book first, okay. You know, because that will draw you your attention, your focus on uh, the investment world. Okay. <coughs> which, is, when the, which is uh, when the genius fail. That's what it is. Sorry. Uh, which book uh, did you mention? Right? Peter Lynch's One Up on okay. Wall Street. Okay. Okay. One Up on Wall Street. Yeah, it's an easy read. It will boost okay. your confidence. All right. All right. Uh, it will kind of, uh, you know, uh, revert you in the uh, towards the investing world. Okay. Once you once you have that mindset, then I think it's better off to read uh, okay. uh, Graham's book on intelligent investor. Okay. Because the thing is, if you start directly with Graham, then uh, uh-huh. because he gets a little technical and all that stuff, right, right. so there's a scope for to get demotivated, and and it's a pretty huge book. Right? Huge book, a lot of old data. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You need to develop a certain mindset before reading Graham's book. So, so sir, you've told you uh, you've five books. So you, uh, the sequence would be one up on Wall Street, and yeah, one up. See, uh, if if you were if you ask me to sequence these, hmm. I think one up on Wall Street is uh, probably uh, will be the first in the list. Hmm. Then would be when the genius failed. Okay. Right. Hmm. Then uh, option pricing and volatility. Uh, then uh, which one? Yeah, option pricing and volatility by Sheldon Mattingberg. Okay, options pricing. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, would be yeah, Steve Neeson's book on candlestick pattern. Okay, and last would be yeah. intelligent investor. Yeah, but these are you know uh, these are across the spectrum like uh, intelligent investor and uh, one up on Wall Street is on the investing side. Right. The other books are on the trading side. So. <laughs> Usually people stick to either trading or investing. Okay. But I've had interest in both the areas, so okay. I end up reading these. But huh. not uh, all would be, you know, either they would be staunch uh, long-term investors or they would be active traders. So, right. Right. Yeah. So this kind of uh, this list addresses both the types of, you know, okay. Nice. Uh, in market participants. Super. I think that that is. Uh, yeah. Any other blogs or something that you follow? Blog per se. Uh, I've I've read uh, the Safal Niveshak blog uh, a bit. Which I think the Safal Niveshak blog. He focuses only on um, the long term investment. What is it spelled as? Safal S A F A L Niveshak. 
Deepak Shanoi's Capital Mind mm-hmm. is also quite interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's right. So that covers books and blogs and uh, what else? I mean, you know, any other uh, source of knowledge or uh, guidance or maybe, you know, so I think, uh, so for example, for a retail investor per se, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for a retail investor, uh, when yeah, one... Uh, also, I think uh, another blog that I have to mention is uh, the Fundu Professor by Professor Sanjay Bakshi. The how called Fundu uh, Professor? Okay. By by Sanjay Bakshi. Okay. I think his blog is uh, one of the most interesting blogs. Okay. A uh, lot of um, you know uh, he's not an avid blogger, you know, regular blogger like uh, the others that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. But whenever he puts up anything, it's uh, the arguments are made so well and it's so captivating. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, super interesting. Okay, I think I bounced upon his uh, uh, website some time back, which was a whole, whole lot of, you know, I think uh, in itself a complete uh, book and uh, knowledge. He's an institution, he's an institution. Yeah, yeah, that's what exactly, exactly. That's what I thought. Yeah, so a lot of things, uh, I've learned a lot from him. Oh, nice. From his blog, yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So coming back to uh, one another question, since you know, Jaraga uh, also deals into it, and uh, what what would be your uh, maybe some piece of advice to retail investors? Sorry, uh, your piece of advice to retail investors. Uh, developing a long-term mindset is extremely crucial. Mm-hmm. So I've seen a lot of people uh, re- overreact to market volatility. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking only about retail long-term investors, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a trader, then it's warranted. But if you're a long-term investor, if you know you've invested in the right businesses, mm-hmm. <laughs> then it could be sort of um, uh, very unwarranted to react to these extreme volatilities. Okay. okay. Right. So volatility is the very nature of market, and um, you need to you need to understand that. So and and especially if you bought into good businesses, uh-huh. use volatility as a you know as a tool to you know buy more or invest more. Uh-huh. So, but you know overreacting. Especially, I mean, I'm saying this more so because we are in those times right now as we speak. Right, right. right uh, the market's falling and you know people are panic selling. It's, it's absolutely not. Uh, Warranted, and in fact, wealth is created only when you buy under such circumstances. Nobody's made money by buying at a high price and uh, you know hmm. uh, waiting for the right price to sell. That doesn't happen. So okay. These are times to actually go out and buy. Okay. So, uh, not all stocks are worthy, but that yeah. that diligence is up to you on how you yeah. you know figure out which one is a good stock. Or it could, if it's not stock, it's even mutual funds. Right. Hmm. So these these are times. To interesting times to make good lump sum investment. Mm. And any such uh, knowledge sources for retail investors to follow or some guidelines? I don't know. No, I think all these blogs that I mentioned, uh, including Varsity, I think they are all good sources. Okay, so these are all sources. Yeah, uh, yeah. Possibly a retail investor can go back and yeah. refer. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. 
and uh, you know what else i mean tell me something which uh, you might not have shared i mean obviously i, I understand the personal journey was something <laughs> yeah i think yeah. yeah i think the initial the first conversation i've had i think that is <laughs> uh, whatever i've shared is right. I've not shared that with anyone so, mm-hmm. so yeah as part of it i don't know if there's anything more okay. that's happened so any yeah. any message for uh, you know so i guess said any message for young entrepreneurs you know so like i said you know a lot of these uh, young entrepreneurs not non finance background so they jump into uh, raising funds and everything and learning on the go yeah. i i don't know if i would be the right person to uh, you know advise on entrepreneurship i have not been a successful one no, I mean, so so yeah no anyways yeah. i mean what i'm saying is uh, for them to make a note on terms of you know finance or something uh, uh oh, okay in that way yeah, yeah. Um, so because um, see mostly mostly uh, when we talk of startup these are mostly tech driven ventures and so these are uh, these are mostly techies engineering background students a few of them now coming from the b schools uh, who have certain finance yeah. knowledge but these uh, techies you know usually have a non finance background and then they end up raising funds i don't know i yeah. mean uh, what would be uh, and i personally know a few entrepreneurs who have a complete non finance background and that has struggled a lot yeah one of the key things in financial services is building trust hmm. so you could have uh, the tech capabilities you could have the uh, you know the, the vc funding to uh, drive the growth but uh, eventually what all these platforms have to develop is the trust component hmm. right so and trust can be developed only by being transparent and that means in fact that's exactly what we've done at zero also right mm. we've been extremely transparent in uh, you know all our charges the way we run the business model we purchase mm. everything is transparent and uh, that transparency has helped us gain the trust mm. so today you know all the transactions happen we do close to about 8 to 10% of exchange turnover mm. and that happened only because people trust us with their money mm. right everything else is secondary mm. so people have Uh, businesses have to be transparent uh, about how they are making money what they tend to do mm. and people respect that mm. and with that respect you also get the trust mm. right so i think that that according to me is the single most important so, factor correct correct correct, correct. so that yeah. is something which applies to all yeah. 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 and i think the, the the way things are running these days it's, it's all tech right, right. so you do you assume you have the tech capability so uh, Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. And and uh, any any messages for the youth? I I got one there when you said you know start investing saving early. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I think starting early and taking um, ensuring you stick to your plan. These two are. I mean, if you've got these two things sorted, then I think pretty much everything else will fall in place. So not not reacting to short term noises in the market. Hmm. Uh, sticking to your plan is um, you know what will really drive you towards the wealth creation path. Hmm. So out of yeah. uh, the projects, uh, products, new products, projects that you are running, any questions that you have in your mind which you want to be addressed? Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, say that again, Amit. So out of the new products that you are running, the new projects that you are undertaking at Zerodha, are there any uh, you know? Uh, questions in your mind that possibly you might want uh, them to be answered from the millennials or from young entrepreneurs uh, this is your incubation center or, or uh, any other uh-huh. 